Kong Bundy always looking for that big five count. Five now he count. wants the five. And the referee obliges him. Give me a break, ref. By the way, um, producer Chris Horvat, I know yes. obviously you never, I know you you would never have seen it live. It was before your time. Have you ever spent any time uh, doing a YouTube rabbit hole deep dive on the joy of King Kong Bundy? I have not, and uh, that will surprise no one, really, no one. but especially no. especially not you. It is glorious. It is glorious. He would be pinning the biggest jabroni, and then he would just tell the ref, give me five. It's the, it's the height of disrespect. Anyway, welcome back, everyone. This is Gameplay. Your host, Matthew Cos. We do it every Tuesday. It's time for the Tuesday Top 5. And today, the Top 5, Top 5 storylines we're excited about for this NFL wildcard weekend. And, yes, we will include Monday as well. What do you got at number 5? I'm going with the playoff debut matchup. Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, these are two of the brightest young quarterbacks in the NFL, and guess what? They're facing off against each other in their first career playoff games, respectively. I don't know how you can't be excited for this kind of game, and really I think it's this kind of matchup that really emphasizes how much young talent there is at the quarterback position in the NFL, and uh, I'll be watching this one for sure. Keep an eye on youth that will get brought up again in this. My number five. I'm just curious to see. You got five coaches in their first season as a head coach with their respective teams making the playoffs. Doug Peterson with the Jags, Kevin O'Connell with Minnesota, Brian Dayball with the Giants, Todd Bowles with the Bucks, and Mike McDaniel with the Miami Dolphins. Just curious to see how these new coaches with their, their respective new teams, how they fare this weekend. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. I didn't realize that there was that many first uh, first times there. Wow, that's that's, yep, a, that's yep. a crazy stat. Let's yeah. go. Uh, let's go to number four. The Vikings for me. Uh, they have a chance here to prove that they are not the frauds that everyone says they are, including myself. And I think it's just fascinating to kind of follow what's going to happen with this team. We've had countless guests on the station talking about really just how unprecedented their year is for a team is. for a team to have the record that they have and have a minus three point differential it, it, it's unheard of really it's almost comical satirical in a way so uh for me that's got to be number four we've got to see what happens there yeah after they beat the packers in week one pretty much almost every other win by them has been by one score my number four Are the Chargers really for real? Everyone loves them because everyone loves Justin Herbert. They are the darling of the analytics community. They are the darling of the Twitter community. Do you trust that head coach? Do you trust a team that has only one win against a team that is over 500? And that's when they beat Miami. I felt like a year ago when they beat them by six points. And also Justin Herbert, his average depth per target, his average yards per pass is around Matt Ryan's. It's crazy Yikes. when you consider Yes, it's crazy when you consider that when you consider his numbers. But I'm my number four. Are the Chargers really for real? And you know what? Uh, I, I believe if we were to go back and look at the tape, uh, a certain individual on this program predicted that the Chargers would be in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, that would be me. I, 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 I And I'm, I'm just, both my teams, by the way, Eagles and the Chargers, they're both in the playoffs. So my Super Bowl prediction does still have some legs. Now, but, by the way, by the way, on that first second, you know one reason why a lot of people took the Chargers? Why? Value. If you look right now on FanDuel. 2100. 2100. They're 21 to 1. 
Um, th- there's a drop off after the Cowboys at thirteen to one. Then comes the first huge drop off, and that's the Chargers at twenty one to one. I mean, I see, I see where there could be value there, but at the same time, man, what a gauntlet he'll have to get through. Like the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, like. Yep. Yikes, that, that's going to be a tough road, but Justin yep. Herbert is certainly talented enough to do it. My number three, we're going to go with Tom Brady. He uh, continues to fight father time, and I think it's going to be fascinating to see if he can overcome this Dallas defense. We talked about it a little bit in the last block. There's reason to be optimistic if you're a Bucks fan, and then there's also reason to be pessimistic, like you mentioned. But but as I kind of rebuttaled, there's nobody I want more in a big playoff spot than Tom Brady, and I just think for the drama alone, I want to see Brady pull off at least one upset here over the Cowboys uh, just to see uh, Jerry World burn a little bit. Yeah, it is. Uh, anytime you get a little Jerry World burning, everyone enjoys that. My number three... The state of Florida, you've got a morality tale with the Miami Dolphins. Will we see Tua and all those concussions on the field? We have immortality, Tom Brady and Tampa. And then in Jacksonville, we got reality. Is Trevor Lawrence ready to become the next great one in the NFL? So mortality, immortality, reality, Miami, Tampa, and Jacksonville all in the playoffs. Interesting that you chose a whole state. I like how you framed that. It's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting weekend if you're a football fan in uh first Yeah, first time since 1997 all three Florida teams are in the playoffs. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. So my number three was Tom Brady, who is a bit of a crypt keeper right now. I'm going to go to a young up-and-comer for my number two, Brock Purdy. Can this guy lead the 49ers on a deep run and potentially even win a Super Bowl? You know, we talked about the unprecedented nature of the Vikings situation a few minutes ago. Brock Purdy's situation, I think, is kind of similar. Like, it's pretty unprecedented to see a Mr. Irrelevant lead a team like this and suddenly start playing so well. When you look at the 49ers, they have all the makings of a Super Bowl contender and a team that can win it all. Purdy is just the one missing piece or the question that's kind of lingering, and I think it's going to be fascinating to see if a guy who no one even knew about at the start of the year can take them to the promised land. By the way, if the 49ers get to the Super Bowl, be ready for two weeks of Purdy-Brady comparisons. That's going to piss Tom Brady off to no end. Uh, My number two, Lamar Jackson's health. When he plays, like in 2021, they were 8-3 with healthy Lamar. Then he got injured. They missed the playoffs. This year, 8-4 with a healthy Lamar. They went 2-2 down the stretch or 2-3 down the stretch. And uh, we don't know if he's going to play or not. Harbaugh says he's feeling good, but the health of Lamar Jackson is my second favorite storyline. It would be so interesting if he was healthy. Uh, I really hope that he does play because it's, it, it, would, it would make that game between division rivals so much better. I think I speak for all of us when I say that You know, we hope he does play. So that brings us to our my number one, and it is undoubtedly the galvanization of the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, they are 
they've been a favorite all year long, and you know everything was put into perspective recently with the very unfortunate Demar Hamlin situation. I know yep. we're all very happy to see that he's getting better. You know, who knows if we'll ever see him again? But I feel like the word galvanized is very appropriate here. The Bills are going to be entering with a lot of extra motivation that they might not have had previously. And you know, yep. I, I don't want to trivialize anything. Uh, obviously. What Hamlin went through was a very serious situation, more important than football. But I I think a lot of the football world would really like to see the Bills go on and win it uh, for him, if not anything else. Oh, absolutely. Everyone now, if you weren't rooting for Buffalo before, as long as you don't have a team in the playoffs, you are now. I I think all of us were so thrilled on those two kickoff return touchdowns uh, last uh, Sunday against the New England Patriots. My number one. So the national championship game was last night. The quarterback for Georgia is Stetson Bennett. He's 25 years old. We could potentially see four quarterbacks starting this weekend that are younger than Stetson Bennett in Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy, and then the maybe comes because Tua Tungabayola. We also have a bunch of other quarterbacks that are one year older than Stetson Bennett, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Daniel Jones is the same age as a guy that just won the national championship for the Georgia Bulldogs. So my number one, my favorite storyline, is all the youth at quarterback for this wild card weekend. And hell, I mean, the old man is Patrick Mahomes at 27 and Dak Prescott at 29. But it is just youth all over the place, with, of course, the exception of Tom Brady. I mean, I don't know how you overlook that, Matt. It, it it really does feel like the biggest angle to the entire playoffs, not necessarily just Wild Card Weekend. You know, we've talked all week about what are the Bears going to do? Are they going to keep Fields? Are they going to draft Bryce Young? What do the Colts do at quarterback? I think it's just so evident and so clear now. If you don't have a young rookie deal stud franchise quarterback, you're going to have a hard time winning. And it's why there is, and I said this when the deal was signed, when Patrick Mahomes signed that like 10-year, 333 million, whatever it is, that contract that he signed, that extension, that is the single greatest contract in sports in North America. The single greatest contract. And you see that Patrick Mahomes is buying stakes of, of the Royals, and, and I think he just got involved with another Kansas City-based team. And that deal is suddenly, there. It, we're a year or so away from Patrick Mahomes being the 10th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. I remember Great you saying advantage that. any team has. I remember yeah. you saying that, and honestly, I had a little bit of a hard time swallowing that at the time because, I mean, the deal was for what? Half a billion dollars, wasn't it? Well, I'd have to go back and look at it, but um, look at it now. Look at all the quarterbacks that are making more than Patrick Mahomes. And just wait when Lamar Jackson gets more than Patrick Mahomes. It's going to happen. And then there's going to be the next one and the next one and the next one.